Hello, everyone. If you are joining us live, it is 2 p.m. on a Friday afternoon, 2 p.m. ish on a Friday afternoon. <laughs> and you are here uh, joining us for another kick ass career conversation. We are a little late getting started today for our live friends. A little technical difficulties on the back end, but that's okay. It all worked out in the long run. <laughs> I'm Kim. And I'm Louise. And we are joined today by Jennifer Schumann. Nice to see you. Hey, Jennifer, we're so glad that you're here with us and that we figured out the back end stuff. Yeah. And you know what? It's margarita time somewhere. That's all I it have is. To say. Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> sure. Um, we, we're just a little thrown off at the beginning here today. It's OK. What are we celebrating? Like, let's just start there. That's where we start every week. What are oh we celebrating? My goodness. OK, I was thinking about this easy. I have two teenagers and they are both happy. Just, <laughs> yes. Life is so good right now when your kids are thriving and where they need to be and just being their best selves and making Ooh. good choices. So, Ooh. yeah, that is good stuff. And that's like on the heels of what Louise was sharing last week about, right? Yeah. yeah. And like with every teenager, it's like this, and then it's like this, and then it's like this, up and down and up and down. I'm just down. praying. I'm just doing So I'm not celebrating my teen today. I will just flat out say I'm not. That was last week. <laughs> it's been a challenging week. So. Beyond the next step. Yeah. So what are you celebrating this week? Um, I'm celebrating uh, community today. Um, I got connected with an amazing group of women across Canada um, these last few weeks. And this week has been a lot of great connections, a lot of great conversation, and just a lot of like, we're not in this alone kind of, right? camaraderie that is so important when we're building our business or making a career change or like whatever that is, it can feel really, really isolating and alone. And this week has been full of just amazing and wonderful women. So I am celebrating all of them today. Aww, I love that. It's, it is interesting because in my, um, before we go live with this every week, I, I run my business accelerator group. And in that group, one of the conversations that we had today was, well, but how do we go out in the world and stay in that place that we're like learning to embody within being in this group and, and being in these containers? And I said, well, we keep finding these containers, right? We keep finding ways to circle back with those that can fill our cup so to speak, to, to really allow us to stay um, in our presence, in, our, in what we are embodying, in the work that we're doing internally so that we can do the work that we're doing externally in the world. Um, I'm celebrating that that conversation today went into deep into the patriarchy. <laughs> like, nice. Yeah. It was so juicy and I love having those conversations because you, it's like we can talk about ways and, and Louise and I were talking about just this just before we went on is we can talk about like the, the fear of uh, the fear of failure, fear of, fear of success. We can talk about not feeling worthy. We can talk about being a people pleaser. We can talk about all those different things. And yet when we really get into this uh the systemic societal reasons that we feel that way, now we can start to talk about making changes. Yeah. It's really hard to show up in the rest of the world when we've been in these beautiful containers to have those conversations, but it's, it's, it's also really cool at the same time. So, so is this like the Brene Brown effect? Is everybody watching that special on Netflix right now? And no, I'm not. Going deeper. <laughs> I mean, maybe just because of, of her presence in the world, it's affecting all of us. But um, yeah, I, th I think the fact that that is on Netflix now, I think the fact that there are so many books and so many of these containers for us to step into, yeah. um, it, it is a reminder that no matter how much noise is in the world, and I don't mean to minimize the noise because the noise is important, right? Um, but because there is so much noise we forget that there's also so much 
deeper work, deeper conversations, so much light being created in the corners of the world and it and it's seeping out, right? It does exist. And and we lose sight of that. So Louise, I love that, right? That that group of women that you did your shout out for. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're out here, we're doing the thing. And I'm in Canada, but I'm not part of that group. <laughs> but I'm going to count myself in it. Nice. <laughs> um, so before we go any further, Jennifer, I want to introduce the world to you, okay? We have not met in person, but we have had an opportunity to do some different, I don't know, connections together. Like we were we were both working together, um, working with one organization, kind of supporting them in different ways. And then we've just danced around this little circle of knowing each other. So I'm excited to have this conversation with you today and for the world to know who you are. Thank you. Yeah. Um, So Jennifer specializes in helping women over 40 with their professional branding and identity. As a former international workplace consultant, she is a working mom who has homeschooled her own children for 18 years and is in tune with the struggles women and working mothers face as we aim to answer the existential question, what is my value? Her goal is to support women and mothers in their passions and can be summed up in this quote by Studs Terkel. Work is about the search for daily meaning as well as daily bread, for recognition as well as cash, for astonishment rather than torpor, in short, for a short of uh, for a sort of life rather than a Monday through Friday sort of dying. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we all felt that one. Did you feel it? <laughs> Totally felt that one. Wow. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. What we want for for ourselves. Well, and that's what we, what we want to model for our children. And yeah. Want to live. Let's live. Absolutely. Um, but it's not always been that way, has it? Like mm-hmm. for you, Jennifer, what's what's that been like? Cause tell us a little bit about your career journey and what that's how how that brought you here. Yeah, I um, I would say it's been um, you know uh, re- constantly reevaluating. My background is in architecture and design, so through economic crashes and you know waitressing and freelancing, and then back with a firm. I, I was um, I found an opportunity to go to Bangkok and Hong Kong for a few years, which was amazing. Um, in my twenties, I am fifty six now, so that was you know, a few years ago, but I just feel like, uh, women especially have got so many incredible opportunities these days. If we open our eyes, um, and, um, yeah, step into, um, just those, those doors that kind of open a tiny crack and then step into it and see what the world has. But, um, but yeah, a lot of ups and downs in between. Have you always like when you think back on your on your career, because I think this is so um, telling um, to where we really end up as there was there a, a, a job or a role that just like where your heart sang, where it was like, yeah, this is like I'm in alignment I was like, just just yeah. Tell us about that. Tell us about the heart singing role. Yeah, such a good question. Um, I think I look back, it's the points when I was on a team and that collaboration, like that spirit of collaboration was just like, we are not going to build this building unless we all cooperate and feel like we can um, contribute, right? So that spirit of collaboration is so important to me. Um, Even now, you know, working in a studio with a makeup artist and a stylist and just like that spirit of togetherness is just super important to me. So yeah, when I look back, it's certain teams that I've been on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interacting with other people. Yeah. Just like putting those ideas out there and, you know, you can't build a skyscraper. One person can't build a skyscraper, right? You need hundreds of people on the job. You need um, a cohesive team of creatives to, you know, put the ideas out there and then the engineers to make it work. And then the, budget crunchers and their project managers. So it's when, it's when all of that really comes together that you just feel that like amazing, you know, we did it. And hopefully a happy client, of course, in the end, but yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and it's interesting because I hear you talking about zones of genius in that, right? Mm-hmm. 
we need all the different zones of genius. And sometimes people yeah. will bring multiple zones of genius. And sometimes it's, you have everybody kind of leaning into their own. So I'm curious about like, how did you find and evolve your zone of genius over the years? Mm -hmm. Such a good question. Cause that totally relates to personal brand too, right? Mm -hmm. Like what are your talents? What are your areas of gifting? Where do you bring your value? And then how do you grow that so that you're really coasting in what you do best? Mm -hmm. Um, so for me, I had people speak into my life. Um, I hired a career coach for 150 bucks when I was 27. Wow. <laughs> money I ever spent. <laughs> They're not that cheap now. <laughs> I know. I was living in San Francisco. I got a job offer and I was like, I didn't know what my value was, right? I really didn't know what I was worth. So someone had interest. you need to talk to this woman. So I drove over to her house. Um, an hour later, I was like, flying high. She asked me all these questions. Well, who are you managing? And you know, what are you doing? She just asked me, she reveled off all these questions and she had this whole list of who I was. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, like I need to ask for another 10 grand. Right. It, it just, it really gave me this reflection that I didn't possess on my own. Hmm. So yeah, I've always, I feel like I've always been given people along the way that I could trust who I could ask to help me see myself better. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I think that um, that place of reflection is what you're talking about, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So we can do self-reflection and that's absolutely something that Louise and I talk about all the time. That's why we start with what are we celebrating and we end with what are our golden nuggets. And then having that, that third party or that second party who can reflect back to us um, what, not just what they're seeing, but helping us with our own reflection mm -hmm. is what I'm hearing has been helpful for you in, in identifying your zone of genius, but also that what we're talking about today, personal brand. Yeah. But also I would say hand in hand, um, Kim, you know, just as I think about it is turning off the negative voices or turning off the perspectives of people, um, that, you know, tell you who you are for their benefit. Mm. So I think that that has to go hand in hand, at least for me, I had to, um, leave home. I had to kind of, you know, I'm one of nine kids. So it was kind of like, wait, who am I on my own? You know, it took me a few years to just start to get into that. So I think all along the way in our lives, we have to turn off the voices that we don't want. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that, absolutely. That that place of agency, right? That place of, um, well, you can get feedback. It's really understanding through the core of you what lens you want to be looking at or showing out into the world. Exactly. Yeah. And lens is the key, my friend. <laughs> Says the photographer. It's all about perspective. Because <laughs> I see you a whole lot different. <laughs> <laughs> You're a masterpiece. You're a work of fine art. Like <laughs> your fine self and come back to Chicago and, you know, I'll show you some fine art, right? That's yeah. the way I see you. But you might not see yourself that way every day. So we need to surround ourselves by people who are going to speak truth and, and take a different perspective. Yeah, we, we go through so much of our professional lives, well, even just so much of our lives, um, trying to fit into a certain place, right? Like we try to figure out like, what does it take to have this role? Or what does it take to be this person, this mom, this partner, this whatever that is. And we're always trying to like fit ourselves into something. And, you know, through just through the whole exercise of discovering who you are and kind of identifying yourself through a personal brand, it just, it flips the tables. Because it's like, I'm no longer trying to fit into something out there. Exactly, it's yeah. like, who's, who is this, right? Who am I? Who, who is this, right? We were talking a little bit about containers, but what am I embodying, right? And, and understanding that first and then taking that out into the world and saying, right, like, where can I gift my gift? Um, right. Of my value and who I am. And it really does just, it, it, it's table flipping. Um, and instead of trying to fit into that puzzle, 
it's like, no, let's, let's figure this out and then figure out like what else is going on out there. Yeah. Well, it's turning off those switches that are like, well, my parents are saying I should be a lawyer or you'd be good at this or you'd be good. at." I mean, sometimes they're right. Sometimes they're just way off because they're thinking, how can this, how can my kids like maximize their income? You know, whatever. So yeah. And even as parents, right. We want to take a step back. I hired career coach, a career coach for my girls when they were like 14 mm-hmm. because I wanted them to better know themselves, but not from my perspective, from somebody who was literally yeah. analyzing their brain, you know? Yeah. So. Jennifer, in, in your, in your experience and as a, as a, as a personal brand or somebody who helps like bring this, this inner stuff that we have going on, right. Our value and bringing that to life. What, what do you see as the biggest obstacle that people have? Like, why can't, why don't we just walk around knowing that? What is, what gets in our way? I think it's those, I think it's the voices of other people. You know, it takes, it takes saying no. Um, It takes uh, maybe even doing less. I mean, you started out this conversation with, you know, embracing community. So sometimes it takes, um, making a point to do the things that matter, making the point to surround ourselves with the positive people who see us for who we are, not, you know, not the other way, not uh, trying to fit into their expectations. Yeah. And you guys were talking about that with Malik too, right? I was like, mm-hmm. taking episode 75, I'm going to listen to that again. <laughs> What's yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because I just had this conversation again with Malik this week because she and I are, are contemplating doing like creating something juicy yeah. together. Yeah. Stay tuned. But that idea of um like where do where and how do we learn to listen to ourselves? And I love that, right? Yes, who we surround ourselves with and and what we allow in is a huge part of it. I think it can be really challenging. And you alluded to this a little bit from saying, right, I left home, right? One of nine plus parents. Where does that, in your opinion, where does that um, confidence or drive to kind of find that for ourselves first come from? Like, because not everybody does it. Sometimes it's just pure foolishness. I mean, I love to take a leap of faith, you know, and I am definitely a flight person when it comes to fight or flight, I'm a flyer, you know, I will, and I've done this, I've changed continents a few times, you know, change it up. Um, but, um, yeah, I think it is a leap of faith though. I think we ought, we have to just, um, realize that sometimes we're not going to get to the next step unless we really put ourselves in an unusual situation. And sometimes it's almost starting over in a way, but to see ourselves fresh, you know, Sometimes that's what it takes. Yeah, that and it can be really scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did, did have you ever had that? Ex- I mean, I know for me with the leaps that I've made, both personally and professionally, um, I get to a place where it's scarier to to stay in what I know than it is to step into the unknown. I don't mm-hmm. know if that resonates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear what you're saying for sure. Yeah. But hopefully, you know, you choose some safety around that. You know, I moved to San Francisco without a job, but I had $3,000 saved up and I was sleeping on a friend's couch for six months. You know right. what I mean? So there's some like framework in there. Um, I did not move to Bangkok without a job. I had a job for a year contract, but it was a new language, new culture. It's, it's like being on a whole nother planet. Um, but hopefully, you know, we have a certain amount of, safety um along with that i think that that's important yeah as you stepped into each of these new places did you redefine yourself or did you like because i think it going back to again this idea of personal branding like Mm -hmm. were you redefining yourself in each of these spots probably to some degree i mean i think i was probably looking to um to enhance right Mm -hmm. so could i uh, be part of an international team. Okay, I've, I was part of other design teams here in the United States. Could I go and be part of an international team? Could I work on a bigger project with procurement in, on three continents? Could I do that? I'm going to try it. I'm going to step into this and see what happens. Um, so I think that that's what we're asking ourselves. How far can I go? You know, who can I be? Hmm. 
Yeah. Well, and, and it's, it's taking a little bit of pressure off ourselves too, to have it like all figured out, right? Like it's, it's what is this next experiment or what is this next step or what is this next thing going to tell me about myself or my abilities or, right? And, and it doesn't have to answer like a great big, huge question, uh, right? About who am I? It's like, oh, but I, I'm going to know a little bit more about myself. I'm going to, I'm going to experiment a little bit. I'm going to just test the waters and see what I learn and then bring that closer um if I like it and find those things right we put so much pressure on the next the next move to be the thing well and I'll say and that's where you know this question of like what is work is it calling is it vocation mm -hmm. you know um my husband and I we were we were dating I mean this is 22 years ago um and we started meeting I had a conversation six conversation with a six-year-old for half an hour and I'm thinking what is it about this six-year-old? What is it about these kids? We were just dating. We had met four months earlier. Well, when we were married, we felt called to homeschool, right? Because we all we kept meeting all these homeschoolers. Like, this is so cool. What is that? What does that mean? Um, that was a calling. I would not sign up for homeschooling unless, you know, you really feel like it's somehow in your heart or I have a relationship, I have a spiritual relationship. You feel called, you know, and sent to homeschool. <laughs> Yeah. So, or start your own business or, you know, those are, those are some big things. Um, but yeah, so I would, you know, put that out there for people listening. Like, what do you feel called to do? What, what do you feel sent to do? You know, what is your vocation? It's not just work. It's not just job. It's not an everyday dying. It's an everyday living. Right. Um, going back to that quote. So, yeah. So what is your vocation? Mm -hmm. It's interesting, Jennifer, because again, this conversation that we had in the accelerator today felt really aligned with our conversation here mm. um, in many ways. But the this idea of many entrepreneurs, so most of my clients are entrepreneurs, and many will come to me and it's like, but I haven't figured it all out. I, I don't, like, how do I talk about myself? How do I, I, what is my big vision? I don't know what my big vision is. So I can't talk about myself. And so I can't have people like give me referrals and I don't know what it did. And right. And they get all in their head about the next step. Like Louise was saying, like, I have to know what that next step is. I, I need to know what 10 steps from here mm -hmm. is. And yet allowing ourselves. And one of the things that I said is y'all came to me. <laughs> <laughs> You were trying to accelerate your businesses. You wanted more, for most of it, you wanted more money in your businesses. The way that you do that and step into that next self, like it's that yes and, right? We need to figure out how we're creating sustainability, how we are existing in our current state mm -hmm. and who is that future self and what is that future state I'm set stepping into? And I think as you were talking about that, right, be, that calling, that calling is that future state. And that future state isn't instantaneous just because we're called to it. No right? way. And it still takes a whole lot of hard work. It does. Yeah. It does. And it I mean, it's going to be easy. No, it can come with ease, but it's not easy. Sometimes right? it's the hardest thing, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's like that. I don't know what this is, but I feel like I'm have to do this. Yeah. Well, and the uncertainty that comes with it, mm -hmm. right? That, that, that liminal space, that in-between space that, that exists when we're still in something rather, right? I'm early stages of, of parenting or starting a new business or pivoting our business or pivoting our career. Like we're still in something. So we have this to use what we're talking about today, we have this current brand and we have this future brand. Mm -hmm. And I think very often we want to, we want like a very linear bridge between the two. Mm -hmm. Us, like, but we don't know what the bridge is until we get there. If, I feel like we try and build it before we get there. And it's really hard to do that. Mm -hmm. Right. I think in terms of right in our careers, if we're thinking about, either pivoting completely or um, shifting what our roles and responsibilities are and shifting a title or moving up the ladder. If, if we're saying that we do this thing that we're an expert in now because we've been doing it for a really long time, but we want to be doing this thing over here, how do we re how do we redefine ourselves as that thing in that new personal 
brand of that new thing if we've never experienced it. Yeah. Well, it takes surrounding yourself with people with vision, right? Yeah. That's what that's what both of you do. You you see something in in people that they don't see in themselves and you help them bring you bring that out, you recognize it, you name it. You know, you put a plan in place. Yeah. You're yeah. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see, you know, we're talking here about when when we can clearly see or clearly feel what that is, right? When we can clearly see our calling or we clearly feel our calling, then it, the the challenge becomes, right? How do I how do I bridge that? How do I start to develop that? How do I start to embody that? Um, I feel like when we are stuck in overwhelm and stress and even this languishing, I've been talking to a lot of clients right now who are stuck in this like disconnected, uh, disengaged, mm -hmm. uh, they're in a role that is not suited for them. It's sucking the life out of them. And for me to ask, and, I, and I've done this, I've experimented with this, is like, all right, so how, how do we even step into a place where we can start talking about you, your values, your gifts, your talents, right? Those are all these building blocks around your personal brand. It is really hard to get connected to self when you are disconnected, when you are stuck in that place of like, it is like you're wrapped in cotton, right? You can't feel, you can't taste, you can't smell, you can't see. Um, none of those things come easy. And I get a lot of I don't knows. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know who I am. I don't know what I value. I don't know what I bring to the table. How could you be asking me these questions about my who am I and how do I want to show up in the world when I just don't know? Hmm. What, how, how do you help people when, when it's there, they're, they're in that, I don't know space when they're wrapped in cotton and they can't see anything or, or hear anything about what's next. Yeah. And I totally agree with you. It is an uncovering process. Um, I use a few tools that I've developed, um, you know, a style guide, a lookbook. I mean, these are conversations I have with people. But um, for me, it's all about vision casting, right? It's like, okay, we've had this conversation. I know you a little better. Let's go a little deeper. Let's connect, you know. Um, and I see you like this, you know. And I will show some concept images and we'll discuss those. And people will react, right? It's either like, oh, my gosh, no, no, I couldn't do that. Or you see me like that? really? I could try that, you know? And so for me, I want people to, I don't want to just talk about it. I want to look at it because that kind of reaches people in a different place when they're looking at imagery, you know, you might do a mood board or vision board or something like that as well. But when I pull some concepts or photographs of former clients, they're just kind of like, wow, that's, that's pretty hot. Like I, I've got that side of me. It's like, like, yeah. So, you know, vision and giving permission. Some people, sometimes we just need permission to feel alive or to um, allow those aspects of ourselves, you know, to live. Well, and, and it's through the, the questioning, I think, right? When we talk about like, you know, how do we start to uncover something and kind of start peeling back those layers of, of who we are or unwrapping the cotton so that we can see. Heidi has a great comment. Um, it comment. is really about that too, right? My image is being inside a snow globe and can't get clarity. Mm. I needed to get out of the snow globe to see myself clearly. And, and it's, so it's, I love that because it is about, first of all, it's about recognizing that you're right in a snow, even globe. in the snow globe, right? right? <laughs> Say like, Hey, uh, and then I think it is through that, that, that inquiry that, that these, these other people that are kind of peripheral in our lives can just really start to help bring us out of that place. Right. You talked about that career coach that could just like, right? Just help you see and feel what, what was there. Um, because they're not in a snow globe, 
right? They, they see that. Um, but then helping them kind of step out of that just through those questions, just through that inquiry um, and then changing up the modality, right? We stuck in our heads, stuck in our heads, stuck in our heads. How do we get out of our heads? How do we use movement or art or visioning or whatever that can yeah. be for you to really start to activate that other side of our brains? Well, and sometimes it's that long list that we've that running list in our head of, you know, I'm six feet tall. I mean, I look short, right? But I'm well, you and Louise are the tall ones. I'm I'm over here at five three. So you two, you look taller on camera. <laughs> We're all the same height on camera. <laughs> so funny story. Sorry, I'm going to digress. So. It, when I worked in an office, people were always like, well, you're so tall, Kim. I'm like, uh, I wear chunky heels and oh, with my chunky man. heels, I come in at 5'5". Five five, so I ain't tall. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently I come across as tall. I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm six feet tall. My Four of my sisters and I went back to the Netherlands where my mother's family is from last year. And we were like, these are our people. Like, everything <laughs> is dying, you know, it's like, oh my gosh. The, you know, you really like this sense of belonging was awesome. <laughs> but, um, but we have a long, I think everybody probably has some sort of long list. You know, my nose is way too wide. My mouth is way too small, you know. Um, I'm definitely too tall. I'm probably 10 pounds overweight than I, that I would want to be. It's just a long rattling. Am I still beautiful? You know, I would like to think so. I, my challenge to myself right now is photographing myself, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I photographed myself the other day in my studio, which is a, na a beautiful natural light studio. I'm very fortunate to have. Um, and I had on a, like a black lingerie top, a Teddy, you know, I photographed my back. I was sitting next to the window. I photographed my back. I held up my hair. I put it on top of my head. And I was just like, damn, that back? That's hot. You know, and I just thought I've got to look at myself from a different perspective because this is what I want my clients to see, how rich and curvy and voluptuous we are at every age, right? So perspective. It's all about taking a different perspective and hot backs and hot backs. Absolutely. Well, I, you know, Heather, Heather battle, and yeah. um, she was on just a little while ago and we were talking about authenticity and what you were just talking about in terms of seeing ourselves from that different angle. Like that to me is what we mean, what I mean anyway, when I say authentically you, because it is all of those nooks, crannies, crevices. It's the back of us that we don't ever see. Yeah. I had a client the other day. She's like, I'm actually in the office and I had to do the back of my hair and I had forgotten how to do it. I'm like, right? Because we forget we have the back part of ourselves, yeah. but the back part of ourselves adds to our authenticity, right? The mm -hmm. fact that truth, I am only 5'3", only 5'3", it adds to my authenticity, it adds to who I am. It adds to my personal brand, will you, right? Mm -hmm. It's who yeah. I am. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't celebrate that enough. Yeah, for sure. So we're always looking outside of ourselves. Um, I find it fascinating going back to this idea of the snow globe and the, you know, being wrapped in cotton and pulling back the layers. I think about when I went in for my first um, personal branding, which was not, it was before I had met you, Jennifer. <laughs> I went in for my first. That's right. You have amazing, fabulous, vivacious photographs that you put out there. So well, thank you. people know you a little bit through that. There we go. So um, I went in and she was like, so what, what are we, right? She was really having this conversation. What are we bringing forward? What are we doing? How are we doing this? Who are you? What do you want to, and I was like a deer in headlights. I'm like, I don't know how to answer these questions. Who am I? And I know myself pretty damn well. Like, I mean, I do a lot of self-analysis and always have been, but I had no idea how to answer those questions. So I imagine that a lot of people either hesitate even walking into your studio and then once they're there are like, oh, what do, what do you mean you want to know who I am? Can't you just tell me who I am? Do you get that? Do you Sometimes get I do. Sometimes yeah. it's like, you know, let's just go with it. You know, yeah. we got four hours, we got professional hair and makeup and she's going to do her take on what this looks like, you're going to try a few wardrobes and let's just see what happens. And, and, that's, and kind of, that's kind of fun, right? Because you're not actually controlling the outcome. You're just kind of like, let's collaborate. This is that spirit of collaboration that I'm talking about. 
gets you to this other level. You can't do it by yourself, you know. And I can imagine that those outcomes of, I don't know, going from I don't know who I am to we're just going to play and we're going to experiment. I mean, I know, right, Louise always loves talking about putting on a different sweater. I now was you're putting just going to say that. <laughs> you were just going to say it? I was. Go ahead. Go I, say it. No, go ahead. Because it is. Like, you're talking about, right, like having it, someone come in the studio. rocking that pilot. And try all kinds of things on. And it's like, yeah, but I mean, we do that and we can do that in all kinds of places in our lives. It doesn't have to be in a studio in a wardrobe. It can be like anything. Mm -hmm. We get to try it on and we get to say, hey, does it, does it, do I feel like, what do I feel when I'm wearing this sweater? Right? Like, do I own it? Is mm -hmm. it itchy? Do I like the color? But we have to put it on. We have to see what it's like. And I love this idea of plague because, again, it's like nothing has to be so serious. Mm -hmm. And like being that it's like the sweater that you're going to wear every day for the rest of your life. Like nobody does that right? We have this opportunity to experiment and try and, and just see, but if we're not trying it on, we're never going to know. Um, we, t I, I could go on and on about sweater trying. I have just go back and listen to any number of episodes here, right? We talk about this all the time. But it's but not the all end all, right? It's, not. it's a sweater. Well, and it's your brand and your brand, like major billion dollar organizations change their brand, right? <laughs> so us as little humans, not little humans, us as humans, we also can decide that that sweater, that brand doesn't work for me right now. I want to try something else. Well, and I think it's interesting. There's a huge trend right now. And I'm sure that you are seeing, you know, with the great resignation, like women in particular, you know, that I'm seeing, we're fed up with working 70, 80 hours a week for corporate, getting passed up, you know, getting paid as a manager, doing a VP work. Um, you know, it's a common story. So a lot of these women have started their own businesses. They're authoring books, et cetera. And um, I may have photographed them three or four years ago for a headshot when their hair was like this and they were wearing pinstripe suits with chunky pearls and working for Deloitte and Touche. Now, <laughs> They've got fabulous long flowing hair. They come in in a leather jacket. You know, we mm -hmm. we photograph them on a floral wall. I mean, it's just like, I don't have to be who I had to be anymore. Right. Now I want to be, now I want to step into my essence. So, you know, so let's do this. And I'm, I'm moving forward with who I really am and not who I had to be for somebody else. Oh, I will say going in for, and, and again, Jennifer, I've not had the pleasure of being shot by you, but I will say investing in yourself to do any sort of personal branding photography. I don't care if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a corporate, if you're a mama, like whatever, investing in it is an amazing opportunity to get to know yourself better and to see yourself shine in a way you've probably never seen yourself shine before. I'll tell you, I've been looking in the mirror lately and I've just, you know, before I would just do my makeup, get done. And now that I'm photographing myself, I'm kind of going, oh, damn, like, okay. Yeah. 56, 56 is looking okay. Yeah. <laughs> and thanks to my work with Malik, I'm saying that about my tummy. Exactly. <laughs> Go Malik. <laughs> But I think there's so much value in, you know, as, as we talk about personal branding and, and whoever you are, wherever you're at, is to is to go through that and, and really start to self-identify, right? Like how you are authentic and what those things are that you bring to the table, what what you truly not just value, but your those gifts and talents, right? Those that the unicornness of you. Mm -hmm. And 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 then to go back into corporate, because I, I, I talk about this all the time, and like own that unicorn, right? Mm -hmm. You don't have to be wearing the pinstripes, pearls, and any of that yeah. to be really great at your job, right? And you don't have to fit into that box or that container. And in fact, the more often we are ourselves at work, the better off everyone is. It benefits us, the, our teams, the people around us, our organizations, our companies, 
all of those things benefit when we can truly step into our authentic self and bring our own gifts to the table because nobody has those gifts. It's when we it's when we try to fit into that stereotypical, right, um, old white guy suit that we just aren't. Um, we lose ourselves and we get lost, but we lose that that value that we actually bring to the table. And I think, right, when you're talking about like doing your own personal brand, like absolutely like own that because you're going to discover so much about yourself and so much about what makes you unique, but then take that and do something with it. Don't put those photos in a drawer, like own it mm-hmm. and, and bring it back and share that, share the gift of you with the people around you. Well, and you become magnetic, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Step into that. Yeah. Um, when you, when you feel like, oh gosh, this is, this is really who I am. I remember interviewing in an architecture firm in London and a guy walked by, you know, it was like 20 people buzzing around. He had on this long sleeve black shirt with flames coming up from the bottom. Mm. I was like, I want to work here. I want to work. <laughs> that guy, yeah. you know? And this is like 20 something years ago, but I, but it was so attractive to me that he just had this style and charisma you know, so we attract people and then we continue to just create that positive incline up, up, up. Yeah. So two quick things. One, I would not be me if I didn't pop in here and say, as three white women, we are a little safer to lean into going outside of um, the cultural norms. Right. Um, so um, I do want to recognize the privilege that we have in this con- within this conversation. Um, so just a little bit, that's, that's just me. I always yeah. have to do that yeah, yeah. too. Um, Heidi had over on LinkedIn said something about costume versus skin. And I, I, very quick story. When I was a practicing attorney, I was physically uncomfortable in suits. Mm. Um, I tried to make it a little bit more palatable, have it suit-esque, like really nice pair of pants, beautiful blazer, nice, whatever sweater or blouse underneath. I've had, I had judges call me out on it and say, you can't wear a pantsuit in my courtroom. You're a woman, you have to wear a skirt. And it was like, uh, yeah, I, fl- I, I flipped the bird. <laughs> For those of you who are listening and couldn't see that visually, I flipped the bird. And um, and yet for me personally, when I decided to stop practicing law and I took off that suit, because it was like this every day, I would get home, I would take it off and I would feel like myself. Like I was peeling off a layer of skin that was not mine. And so when I finally decided to leave the practice of law, I pulled off that suit for the last time. I got rid of all of those pieces of clothing really, really fast that did not serve me anymore. I then went into nonprofit and had a, a way of dressing that felt more aligned with me, but still wasn't exactly mm-hmm. me. And so I found my way to my own style and I continue to find my way to my own style through that play, through finding mm-hmm. what feels like a costume. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's, does it feel like a costume today? Like, is it just the wrong sweater for today? Or have I outgrown this? Mm-hmm. Does this not align with me anymore? Right. And it's okay. Go get, donate it because somebody else, it's going to align for somebody else. And there's a lot of need in the world for good clothing. So I, I, I just wanted quick, to address that. Can I give a quick illustration as yeah. to what personal brand might look like? Please. Um, because I was like, I, I think, you know, this is kind of a buzz phrase, but let me just illustrate because I was thinking, who could I talk about? So, you know, Her Majesty the Queen of England, Lady Diana Spencer, right? So royals, duty, obligation, position. But if you're looking at, um, you know, the Queen of England, you're you're looking at, as you said, just like that, um, she's sitting on a throne, right? Annie Annie Leibovitz would photograph her on a throne um, amidst heirloom portraits, with all the regalia, right? Um, but then you go to Mario Testino, amazing photographer who wanted to capture, you know, Princess Diana sitting on the floor, still in a gown, but backlit, fresh light, daylight, you know, charisma, face. So those are two pictures of um you know, two royals, but that's completely different personal brand, right? So just wanted to kind of throw that out there to give people an idea as to 
kind of what that would look like when you're comparing two people. Beautiful. I love that. This has been such a fun conversation. I would love to know what, so what are our takeaways? What are those little nuggets that we're going to put in our back pockets and, and either keep chewing on or integrating into what we're doing? Um, can I just say, I, I, I want people to walk away with three things. Like I want them to know, um, you know, your personal brand is your message. So you want to, you know, communicate, are you, um, you know, are you a visionary or are you, um, a, you know, more conservative, whatever. You're just thinking about, really thinking about those things and the way you present yourself. Also, your value has so much to do with, um, are you um, McDonald's? Are you the nice, fabulous Italian restaurant down the street? Or are you the Ritz? All, all three of those places um, I've patroned and I value all three of those places. We have to decide on that spectrum, you know, where we want to service people, right? Um, and then also how we want to, how we want to advance better service our clients, but use our value to, um, yeah, to help draw our our clients out and help them to feel safe with us, so that they can get to the next level, right? Just as we've been talking about. Thank you so much for that, Jennifer. I love that. Yeah. Um, I think for me, Jennifer, you said something about um, looking in the mirror and like just doing your makeup and not really seeing. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I think we do that so often is that we glance, right? Like, how's the hair? What's that? Like, right. And yet we're not pausing and taking the time to say, like, I'm really looking, really seeing uh, who is there and going on that, a little bit of that self-discovery. I, I, I can really appreciate that because I, I do that all the time. I know the clothes that I'm wearing. I know what they look like. I saw myself in the mirror today. I didn't see myself mm -hmm. in the mirror today. Right. Yeah. And love taking a longer look. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You know, be a threat. <laughs> love it. Beautiful. Be dangerous. Beautiful. <laughs> and yeah, I, mine was that like that idea of seeing ourselves from all angles. Mm. Right. I remember in college doing photography um, assignments and doing them, right. Doing self portraits from different angle. And I haven't done that in a long time. And I take a lot of selfies. So um, probably give myself that opportunity to play with that a little bit more. So I, I love that offering as well. Um, where in the world? Oh, we have Heidi shared her nugget. My nugget is I'm ready to get rid of more clothes. Yes, Heidi. Yeah, that feels so good. I've, I've also hired a stylist in the past and they've gotten rid of like 70, 80% of my closet. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> I, I am ready to as well. It's like I got rid of a ton when we moved up here. I haven't gotten a ton of new, so I'm still kind of, it's the things that I carried up here. And now I'm like, yeah, refresh. So ready. <laughs> so ready to refresh. Um, so Jennifer, where in the world can people find you? Yeah, you can find me on horizonportraits.com. And um, if, if anyone of your listeners would like to have a complimentary um, discussion about their personal brand, then you can go to the website and sign up. Fantastic. I'd love yeah. to do that. Love to, love to encourage people. And I like to be your best cheerleader. That's mm. kind of where I see myself. So if you're ready for some joy in your life, let's talk. I will also say that Jennifer is an amazing cheerleader. Be, just because in our little bit of like knowing each other through the the internet and through primarily LinkedIn mm -hmm. is like that chiming in and that cheerleadering and that support. It's like, I always felt that you have been in my corner and it's just a really wonderful feeling. So she is absolutely a cheerleader. Um, Louise, where can people find us in the world? Uh, well, we forget to say that this is part I of the, memoir, the best kept secret. <laughs> so here we are every week doing a live. Uh, we're also everywhere you listen to your podcasts uh, with our weekly episodes. Uh, you can also find us at yourkickasscareer.com. We have this wonderful collective of folks coming together, creating their own kickass careers 
And we'd love to have you a part of that as well. If you're interested, jump on over to our website, check us out, leave us a comment, send us an email. You can find all of that stuff wherever you listen uh, or catch us because we try. We might not be talking about it, but you could you can find us if you looked hard enough. Oh, they, yeah. And you um, guys are exceptional. We're, trying, we're trying to make it easier for folks. That's all. Doing great work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Short, short of carrier pigeon, because I'm I'm pretty sure if a carrier pigeon showed up, I'd be like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but we also have something really exciting that we're starting. We are starting a new series. They're series of mini classes. Um, we know everybody is super short on time and wants a whole lot of impact um, in their lives. And so we're focusing this these mini this mini class series, which will be every other week, uh, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Um, and you can find that information um, on our website and also on our personal um, social media channels. Um, those mini classes are based on creating macro steps with micro focus. So our first one is on um, taking the micro pause. Um, and we're going to be doing that next Thursday. So hop on over to our website or over to our social channels and find out more about that. Jennifer, thank you so much for being a part of this. Um, thank you for all of the listeners who caught us live and who are catching us on replay. We appreciate you and um, are really excited to have our next um, kick-ass conversation. We almost forgot to say what we're I doing. I didn't forget. I was like, sugars. Next. This is what we're doing next. Atusa will be here. Um, and it's going to be another great kick-ass conversation all about letting your light shine. Um, so tune in um, and and we will see you, hear you, talk to you then. Perfect. Look forward to tuning in. Awesome. Thank you again, Jennifer. We're so appreciative. Thank you, Thank you everyone. <laughs> okay. Bye Keep for now. On. Bye for now. <laughs>